Hey guys, this is FJ back once again with a short episode of my podcast. So, um, a lot of people have been asking me um, that is there a chance of uh, a limited conflict between um, Israel and Hamas over Gaza? Um, I just want to address this uh, question. Uh, well, there is a chance of uh, escalation. Okay. Uh, no doubt about that there, there there is definitely a chance of escalation um i won't say that there's a chance of war because uh, let's face it um hamas will not survive uh the next war um in case there is ever a war and i'm talking about a war i'm not talking about uh these uh these round of clashes that we see you know every year between Israel and Hamas those those are just clashes right that's not an actual war an actual war when I say a war I mean ground invasion of Gaza by Israeli army that's that's pretty much what I mean so Hamas knows that it cannot afford a war because uh, if, if there is ever a war between um, Israel and between Hamas in the future hamas will not uh survive that war right hamas leaders will not survive that war so that's one thing and and so um as far as uh war is concerned uh no so i don't think that there is a chance of uh, an actual war um, you see, Israel, Israel has um, played with this idea of removing Hamas from Gaza. Um, uh, it has, you know, IDF generals and uh, Israeli security cabinets um, and, Isra- you know, Israeli governments of present and of past. They have, uh, you know, played with this idea that what if we remove Hamas from Gaza, right? Um, because Hamas is a terrible terrorist organization. It is. It is a terrorist organization. There's. There's no argument there, right? So, um, but Israel has not done that. So far, many people wonder that why does Israel continue to tolerate Hamas in Gaza, right? Because Hamas, like I said, is a terrible terrorist organization. It not just uh, indiscriminately targets Israeli population, uh, but it also targets uh, Palestinian population in Gaza. It oppresses Palestinian population in Gaza. So, so to to those people who've been wondering about this thing, that uh, why Israel continues to tolerate Hamas? Well, you see, the reason is that as terrible as Hamas is removing hamas is going to be even worse not just for gaza but for israel as well Um, you see hamas as compared to other some of the other uh, jihadi factions in gaza hamas is still pretty pragmatic okay Um, yes it is a terrorist group right but I can I can give you guys uh, an example of this. 
uh, in other you know in a different war zone um, and uh, so let me just uh, give you the example of Afghan Taliban right Afghan Taliban have been fighting against Americans for a uh, very long time now and um, you know they have killed Americans they have killed uh, soldiers of other NATO countries they have killed tens of thousands of uh, Afghan soldiers which are who are trained by NATO by the way um, and so even today they continue to kill uh, Afghan soldiers and so you have this this group uh, called Afghan Taliban and let's you know let's not talk about who supports them and who funds them and who provides weapons to them who provides training to Taliban let's let's forget let's just completely forget you know uh, all about that for just a moment and just consider this that today uh, America is talking to Taliban right but why is America talking to Taliban because America realizes that Taliban is a pragmatic player in the region right uh, yes it is a jihadi group yes it is uh, you know it, it holds this uh, twisted Islamist ideology that all of that is true yes it is in you know it has been involved in war crimes absolutely true yes it oppresses women absolutely true it has done some of the terrible things you know some of the terrible things you can even think of um, beheadings um, stoning and flogging of women publicly um, uh, recruiting uh, child soldiers I mean Taliban has done pretty much all of it right but still Americans are talking to Taliban right you don't see Americans talking to the Islamic State because Islamic State is not a pragmatic player okay that's the difference you have to uh, you know understand and keep in mind um, when it comes to Taliban yeah they are they're they're power hungry they want to take over Kabul they want to rule Afghanistan with uh, you know with their uh, brand of Sharia that all of that is true but at the same time they're pragmatic enough to sit down with the same Americans to shake hands with the same Americans that they've been killing since last about 20 years now okay so just the same way just the same way in Gaza when you talk about Gaza yes Hamas is a terrorist organization right but when you compare Hamas to some of these other jihadi factions in Gaza you suddenly realize that Hamas may be the best option to work with in Gaza right because if you remove Hamas first of all there's going to be a power vacuum okay and secondly uh, the group which will probably emerge as the group which is going to replace Hamas that group is going to be 10 times more terrible than Hamas right it could be some group uh, allied to Islamic State slash Daesh right and you don't want that happening because if something like that happens you even lose any kind of window of having um, negotiations uh, with whoever is ruling Gaza right so for example now Hamas 
is, is currently ruling Gaza and you know whenever there is uh, an escalation whenever there are tensions with you know between Hamas and Israel um, we see Egyptian intelligence playing its role uh, you know in, in trying to um, kill those tensions we, we, we see um, Qatris uh, playing that role I mean you know I actually feel uh, sorry for the Qatrian boy because uh, lately um, uh, you know he I mean his name is uh, Alimad he he has been acting as um, I don't know some kind of postman some kind of neighborhood postman he's he's been delivering messages back and forth you know between Israel and Hamas leaders in Gaza and I just feel sorry for him at this point because, <laughs> I mean, seriously, that, I mean, that's what he is doing. That's literally what he is doing. He's he's acting as as the as a, as a courier or you know a postman or whatever. So, so yeah, the point is that you know we see these mediators, you know, playing their role in trying to diffuse tensions between Hamas and Israel, precisely because Hamas is willing to sit down and talk right now just imagine if you have a group in gaza ruling gaza which is not willing to sit down and talk which says that you know what we are not even going to talk to anybody we are not going to talk to the egyptian intelligence we are not going to talk to the Qatris. we are just going to wage war against israel as as long as we can for as long as we can right so i mean that would be worse not just for Palestinians living in Gaza, but also for Israelis, also for the Israeli government, obviously, right? So, again, like I said, Hamas is a terrible terrorist organization, but at the same time, it is probably Israel's best option to work with right now in Gaza, right? And that is why Israel continues to tolerate Hamas. That is why Israel, um, uh, you know, Israel has not invaded Gaza, uh, you know, um, since it uh, carried out that uh, evacuation in 2005. Um, uh, like I said, Israeli leaders, Israeli, uh, you know, security officials, they have for a very long time, they have played with this idea that what if they actually invade Gaza again and, you know, remove Hamas. But every single time they come to the same conclusion that if we do that, there will be a power vacuum, which will be followed by a more, a, you know, 10 times more radical jihadi group emerging um, as the ruler of Gaza. And Israel does not want that to happen. Uh, America certainly does not want that to happen. Um, Arab states... Uh, also probably most Arab states do not want that to happen EU does not want that to happen nobody really wants that to happen right so so that is why um, Hamas is still there and uh, now let me talk about uh, the current scenario because uh, Hamas uh, and some other jihadi factions in Gaza they've been talking about um, including the joint uh, operations room by the way they've been talking about um, you know their demand which is that uh, they want israel to you know uh, completely lift the siege of gaza you know um that's that's their key demand and uh, this is why you know negotiations so far have not succeeded like i said the Qatri envoy he's been going you know back and forth with messages from both the sides but um 
the the negotiations you know uh, have have failed so far because hamas is uh, demanding and it's not just hamas it is also uh, other jihadi factions they they've been demanding israel to lift uh, uh, to completely lift the siege of gaza right and israel cannot do that i mean that's something that israel will not do and we have to understand why israel continues to blockade gaza many people say that um israel should lift that blockade you know israel should lift the blockade and israel should take unilateral um, steps you know towards peace but that's not how it works israel took a unilateral step in 2005 when it evacuated gaza right today there is not a single israeli soldier in gaza but what did israel get in return israel gets tens of thousands of rockets fired at it indiscriminately um not to mention iid balloons which is a more recent phenomena but um but yeah that's pretty much what israel got in return israel got hamas you know taking uh, over in gaza and uh, then continuing to uh, engage in um, terrorist activities against israelis right that's what israel got that's how israel was repaid basically for what israel did and it was a unilateral step right so so now um israel will obviously not lift the blockade of gaza and like i said the blockade exists for a reason not for a reason actually for for multiple reasons um the biggest reason is that the blockade makes sure that um there are no weapon deliveries uh to hamas right now obviously hamas has um one or two other ways of of getting their hands getting their hands on those weapons right but but the blockade um successfully manages to um uh, you know stop most of the you know deliveries of of uh, such weapons in the past iran has supplied hamas with weapons and uh, these weapons are then used not just against uh, israeli civilians but also against palestinians they are also used to oppress palestinians so so i mean there are several good reasons uh, for israel to uh, you know continue to maintain the blockade um and rest assured there will be no unilateral decision on on part of israel right even if there is a decision it will be based on um uh, you know give and take it will be based on mutual understanding it will be based on some kind of agreement right it will be based on um guarantees provided by multiple uh, mediators such as qataris uh, such as the egyptians right without that without any of that there will be no unilateral um uh, decision on the lifting of blockade by israel okay let's let's just be very clear about that so so we can uh, basically you know uh, put that aside now other than that um you know israel is pretty much willing to um agree to all the other demands of of uh, hamas um including um increasing the qatri aid money israel has agreed to that 
um, Israel is also willing to agree to lift all the uh, restrictions that it has imposed um, uh, recently and not so recently um, on Gaza. Um, and um, Israelis is basically willing to do pretty much everything except lifting completely the blockade of Gaza. That's one thing that Israel is not willing to do. And like I said, there is very good reason for that. Uh, it is about Israel's security. It is about um, making sure that Hamas does not get its hands on um, really advanced weapons. Coming in not just from Iran, by the way, but Turkey is also one of the bad actors in the region. So, so yeah, that's that's what the you know uh, current uh, scenario is. One more thing, you know, this this thing has been basically uh, the reason why a lot of people have been coming up to me and asking me um, that is is there going to be a war between Israel and uh, Hamas? Um, and that thing is, um, you know, all these statements that, that, you know, that have been coming out, not just from Hamas, but also from other jihadi factions in Gaza. And these statements, basically the gist of these statements is that um, we are ready for a long-term conflict with Israel. We are ready for uh, escalation. We are ready for, you know, um, for whatever um, there is to come, right? But here's the thing that we have heard about, you know, this kind of message before. This is not the first time that these uh, factions in Gaza, they've been, you know, making these statements. We've heard, uh, you know, such statements several times before. Uh, and there's a statement, obviously. Um, like I said, Hamas, um, you know, is a, is a re relatively pragmatic player in Gaza. And so Hamas does not want a war right um yeah there might be some other factions which are actually seriously you know uh, uh, itching for war but hamas is not among them right hamas does not want a war uh, but at the same time hamas is also facing some problems one of the major problems that hamas is facing is the rise of uh, covid 19 cases in gaza and uh, since precautions were not taken um, and uh, you know since there's this habit among among um, you know not i would say not just palestinians but uh, even in the rest of the muslim world there's this habit there's this uh, you know uh, itch you know this is it's it's basically an itch that's what it is um, and the habit is that, um, or the itch is that, you know, they just blame Israel or Jews for everything that goes wrong, right? So, once again, uh, you know, uh, we, we are seeing these, uh, uh, we are seeing this rise in uh, COVID-19 cases in Gaza, right? Uh, so, naturally, Hamas and, you know, others in Gaza, they, they've been blaming Israel for that. As if somehow Israel is responsible for that. As if somehow Israel is immune to COVID-19, you know. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's how it is. And so, 
So Hamas is facing, you know, some domestic issues, and one of those key problems that Hamas has been facing lately is is this rise in COVID-19 cases, right? And if there is a serious breakout in Gaza, uh, Hamas will be held responsible for that, right? Because Hamas is ruling Gaza, and they should have taken precautions since the very beginning, but that did not happen. Gaza went on a curfew just six days ago, right? So, and COVID-19 has been with us since uh, March, you know, even before March. So, so yeah, I mean, since Hamas is facing some of these domestic problems, um, Hamas finds it very convenient to um, divert the attention towards Israel and once again say that, look, Israel is the main cause of all our problems. Right, it is all because of Israel. Right, that is that is the most convenient thing for Hamas to do, and Hamas has been doing that for a long time now. You know, they are kind of experts in that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, you know, that is the reason why we are seeing this kind of stubborn attitude from Hamas, because Hamas, while it does not want a full-blown war. Hamas also needs to divert attention of Palestinians in Gaza towards Israel, right? Um, so, so yeah, that's how Hamas is, uh, you know, um, handling the current situation. Um, as for Israel, uh, like I said, Israel does not want a war either because Israel has its own problems right now. Israel is also facing a rise in COVID-19 cases. Um, there are protests that are going on against PM Netanyahu um, across Israel. Um, and um, so Israel, uh, you know, and there is this political um, uh, political drama that has been going on in Israel for quite some time now between Benny Gantz and between Mr. Netanyahu. And so, I mean, Israel has its own, you know, its, its fair share of uh, stuff to handle right now. And, and Israel does not want, um, you know, a huge distraction at this time. So both the sides do not want war, um, but it is Hamas that also wants, uh, you know, or let's say it is Hamas that that is also um, <clears throat> that is also, you know, finding it uh, very difficult um, to just, uh, you know, let it go. Hamas just cannot let it go because uh, Hamas needs to divert that attention away from itself and towards Israel. Um, and uh, Hamas needs to tell Palestinians that, you know, the reason of, you know, um, of, of the deaths that we are seeing in Gaza due to uh, COVID-19 cases, the, the reason behind all, you know, this, this rise in uh, virus cases, all of these problems, they are being caused uh, in some way by Israel. And that needs to be Hamas, um, Hamas's narrative, right? So, um, so yeah. Anyway, this is this is something that is uh, that, that is you know uh, that is going on in that region, and uh, we are going to uh, continue to monitor the situation. As you guys know, that I've been lately, um, uh, you know, uh, monitoring. Uh, that particular region, the Israel-Gaza region, very closely, um, because um, a lot of interesting things uh, will be happening there um, in the near and in the far future. 
so um, it is one of the regions uh, that is of uh, very like it is of great interest to me. Let me just say that um, it has uh, it has uh, so much potential, but at the same time, uh, there's so much drama. There's there's so much going on in that region, um, and uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's one of. Uh, you know, it's one of the regions in the world um, which basically deeply fascinates me. And uh, so uh, when it comes to, you know, monitoring um, conflicts or um, militancy, uh, it is one of my favorite regions to cover, uh, to monitor, right? So, um, so we will continue to monitor that region. We will continue to update you guys um, about uh, what's going on and um yeah that's uh, that's something we will continue to do anyway guys um uh, i think uh, this is this is the only thing that we uh, wanted to talk about today um i'll be back very soon with uh, something new um, um and uh, we will also continue to update you guys um, through my twitter feed um, you know on the on the whole uh, situation uh, that is developing uh, in the gaza israel region um, but for now, uh, this is me, FJ, uh, signing out. I'll be back very soon. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.